0: What's up, Fungal Associates? Welcome to this podcast, Completely Arbitrary. I am just one of two hosts of this show. My name is Alex Croson, alongside...
1: Casey Clapp, the other host of the show
0: Casey Clapp. Did
1: you see how I rhymed host and show Oh yeah. Pretty good. Not everyone can do that.
0: (laughs) Host and show would be some good uh, near-rhymes.
1: Yeah, that's you know that's what Eminem does. He's like, just bend the word. Yeah, and I was uh, you listen to him rhyme orange. He's like, I can rhyme orange with anything. Yeah, and then proceeded to do it. And everyone's like, okay, I right, love man, good.
0: I, I love that. I've seen that. He's he's you know he's a fine artist. He's
1: a fine artist. What read ador- the dictionary. Did you know that as a younger younger artist, just
0: to learn words? Yeah, he
1: just read through the dictionary to learn hey, words. Good for him. Yeah, honestly, I've tried to do that. I got it on my phone, Miriam the uh, Miriam Webster's yes. app. Uh uh-huh. Gives me a word of the day every day. Oh, cool. Yeah, I don't Do you know try to use it? Or? Every now and then, yeah. Um,. <sighs>
0: Do you know today's word, word, word? I haven't
1: even looked at today's but one time I was looking on Instagram too much so um. I just took the uh, the Instagram app and I moved it like to a th- another page on my phone oh yeah yeah and then instead where my thumb normally would print or like go there Smart. I moved the dictionary up there so I, I uh, every now and then I clicked on the dictionary once a drives I'm like ah shoot okay
0: <laughs> hey that's that's some that's some good brain hacking Casey yeah, got
1: to do it or else I'll uh, just you know sit down and not read the dictionary like a dummy <laughs> And that can't happen. No, can't not happen. Casey
0: Clapp, we have yes. so darn much to get to today. Gosh, don't we? In 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 a in in a combative fashion against that, I have decided that we you know, each episode we usually catch up with each other for a few minutes. Yeah, sure. Um instead of a few minutes today, I'm gonna set my timer for fifteen seconds each.
1: All right, sounds good.
0: We each have fifteen seconds to catch each other and whoever cares who's listening. Oh,
1: this uh, is so exciting. On our
0: personal lives. All right. Uh, I I darn near said it for 15 minutes
1: Oh gosh, yeah, that would be good Half an hour later, we finally start talking about a tree (laughs) (laughs) Yeah,
0: that's uh, never happened Yeah Um, Here we go, ready, Casey? Yes Your 15 seconds
1: begins now Springtime, dogwoods I'm liking riding my bike It's warm outside The timbers are playing I like soccer Sometimes I get hamburgers You have three seconds And beer Time's up. Yeah, all right. Great. Uh, Sitting outside. Great job. shouldn't have added
0: that
1: in. Hey, don't don't go go bending my rules that that I just made up. You're going to edit that out? Like, nope, 15 (laughs) seconds, Casey.
0: (laughs) All right, I'm going to do 15 seconds now. All
1: right, let me see the timer so I know that you're not cheating.
0: I'll hold it up to you once I hit start. All right. All right, here we go. Uh, Spending a lot of time outside (laughs) in the sun. I have a little bit of a tan. I've been walking around the city like crazy, like three or four hours a day. Uh, been playing a lot of guitar, been enjoying uh, my own company. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Done.
0: Okay, perfect.
1: Excellent,
0: Casey. We have a bit of housekeeping to get.
1: Oh my gosh! To take care of. Yes, we do. Your floor—it's got hair everywhere. Casey. It's dust. You've been walking outside, bringing all that dust.
0: How dare you? I keep a tidy home. You do. It
1: is quite tidy.
0: <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna talk about three different things today. Alright. Before we get into this week's tree, so let's bust through them. We have something to say about a uh, uh, a figure on the show that we talk about quite a bit, or we used to talk about a bit. Yes, and uh, and their name. Can you can you take us through that, Casey?
1: All right. So I have a friend. His name is Ross. He's a good friend. I lived with him for a while in Massachusetts. Lovely, lovely fella. Hey, Ross. He's a listener. Uh, Thanks so for he, listening, Ross. Yeah. He was he was listening specifically to the Douglas Fur and probably 17 other shows of ours. And he noted that in fact, uh, we pronounced the the name of this person mm-hmm. not incorrectly because we're in America, yeah. but incorrectly if we're not in America and you are they are not an American. Specifically, I'm talking about Archibald Mingus.
0: Now you might be thinking, <laughs> who is that? The only Archibald I know is Menzies.
1: Exactly.
0: But apparently, according to your friend Ross, I don't know his credentials.
1: He has no credentials. Well. Yeah, he's... He's credentialist. I'm just kidding. He knows a bunch of stuff.
0: Well, he he says that Menzies is pronounced mingus.
1: Yes, apparently it's a um there's a um an archaic word in I guess Scottish that is um like I, I can't remember, it's like Z-H-O-U or something like that. Um I could look it up, but my phone is way on the other side of the room because I don't like to be distracted.
0: You know, I had to Google Mingus because I, I had remembered the uh kind of villainous child uh in Boy Meets World as Mingus. Oh, I don't know, okay, yeah. It's Minkus.
1: Oh, yeah, that's right. It's Minkus. Not quite. Yeah. So like, I also okay. think
0: I think Casey this also means we need to start calling it Pseudo Zuga
1: Mingiziei. Yeah, Mingiziei. Yeah. yeah, I think that's technically correct. All right. But that would be the uh, I think also you know, there's an argument to say that well this yes, I mean technically it was correct in an archaic form, but if we're now, as language always does, transforms and That's evolves, right. mm-hmm. then it could today just be just be Menzies.
0: Well, let's I say we go with mingus. It's, I it's like fun. it. It's Either way, I say. just
1: yeah, it totally is. And apparently it's spelled obviously it, G-U-S and so it's just a silly it's a silly thing and yeah. the podcast regrets the error. The podcast regrets
0: the error. Casey, number two on our list of housekeeping items. Oh gosh.
1: All right. So this is another one. It's it, this is such want, a challenge.
0: Do you want me to go for it? Uh, let me Yeah. let should, me take this one. We
1: should both do it. <laughs>
0: uh, so somebody mentioned in our comments on Instagram that we didn't we, we we had talked about the indigenous name for the common hawthorn. No, did we? No. We uh,
1: didn't. No, I think the indigenous name I believe is hawthorn or just thorn. Fairy no, it's thorn.
0: like it's like Gale Shish or something. I can't. Oh, I couldn't pronounce it. It's I guess that's Gaelic.
1: Yeah, I guess in, in in Gaelic or in yeah. Yeah. But if you're English, they also have those trees in England. Oh, right?
0: we did it for the we for the Japanese cherry. Yeah, Zakuura, sakura. Yeah. yeah,
1: sakura. Dang it. Uh, it's okay
0: and. uh Somebody mentioned, "Hey, you didn't mention the um, indigenous name for the umbrella thorn on last week's episode." Yes. So, if you go to our website and you click on the umbrella thorn uh, episode, there is additional readings. The top one there has a big long list uh, because there were many many uh, cultures um, uh, existing around these trees that had many different names for it. So, there's a list of like like 20 or 30 names
1: and they're so hard
0: yeah we're not gonna i don't think we're gonna attempt to read them uh so if you would like to see and and also this is just a good reminder we have additional readings for every episode so if you want to dig into a, a specific tree yeah just go to our website and click on the uh on the on the on the episode you that can you find learn some interesting
1: things yeah
0: we got lots of cool stuff we got a couple pictures of casey and i for some eye
1: candy oh yeah just in case you really want to see what it looks like in midwinter <laughs> yeah
0: both of us in our winter coats <laughs>
1: yeah, a little bit. Wet. We should yeah. we should
0: take updated summer photos. Yeah, we totally should. I'm thinking uh I'm thinking beach beach babe uh, sort of Well, uh, you are getting
1: a tan. <laughs> <laughs> well, yes. The so yeah, the umbrella thorn is the sort of English ified name of that tree species. The yeah. Latin scientific name, the tortilis. Um but yeah, there's a lot of names from a lot of different indigenous languages because it's such a widespread tree, almost every like language um I don't know. Th- clade you know how there's like oh, languages that yeah, like come great, from great use of the word clade yeah, thank you each one of those like has a certain pronunciation or like a couple different kinds of pronunciation. you're talking
0: like greek or uh origin or latin origin yeah or
1: yeah are these the the romance languages like you know french and uh spanish portuguese uh-huh. those ilk all come from one thing right. and then there's others that are like from scandinavia mm-hmm. others from this part in africa germanic others from this languages part. yeah exactly
0: and then a mixture of all, a bunch of different kinds. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And then, yeah, you know, oh, it, like language changes. Ugh, isn't language it? So cool. Yeah. So the names are very complicated and, and I just feel like it would be total. I would just butcher it so hard.
0: Yeah. It wouldn't even be, I don't think it would be worth us trying, but if you'd like to read it for please yourself. Please
1: do. And if you know how to pronounce those, please say them to me. Like yeah. give us, give us a shout.
0: Yeah. Like email us a voice memo or something. If oh, you pronounce it correctly. Uh, but only if you're totally sure. Okay, the la- the, f- the third and final point on our housekeeping list. Nikki Shemansky via Patreon sent us this message, Casey. Today's episode on the tree formerly known as the acacia 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 tree, the umbrella thorn. I esp- I esp- wow I especially <laughs> lost my s asterisk asterisk asterisk.
1: What do you think they were saying? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Lost my.
0: Sp- Spade? Spit. Spit. I did a spit take. Spade is five letters. All right. I have worked with giraffe in zoos for nearly 10 years, and today you married my two loves, giraffe. I don't add an S to pluralize it.
1: Ooh, kind of like game animals, like deer and elk. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, and trees, because giraffe are browsers. My life as a giraffe keeper revolves heavily around collecting brows for the giraffe to munch on. Last week, I received a large load of hornbeam,
1: Oh, nice. And, and I was
0: like, oh, my God, I know this one. The giraffe can have a variety of brows, so as long as it isn't toxic, I'm looking at you, conifers, oaks, and maples. That's a wide range of toxic Dumb foliage. conifers, yep. Yeah. Uh, conifers
1: are like, hell yeah, you he ain't eating me. Yeah. Dumb giraffe.
0: <laughs> a, a very interesting, uh, we heard from a giraffe person.
1: Yeah, I love that. I'm so happy that we're reaching out beyond the tree, people. Yeah, I love, hearing from,
0: I love hearing from people who are like, hey, you talked about... Uh, deep sea divers this episode. I'm a deep sea diver.
1: Oh, that's like I one see. of my
0: favorite kinds of listener emails uh, because I'm like, Hey, we just talked about this. That's fun.
1: Ah, that's fantastic. Well, see you, I, I know everyone is just biding their time to uh-huh. just make my favorite hashtag, you know, trend or whatever the term is. These kids are using. Wow. But, Trees and other related topics. Yeah. I'm telling you, every single thing is related to trees in some form or fashion. It's just a, it's just a fact of my life, that's and I believe everyone else's life. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So I'm so happy about it because ideally, this is going to be the single uh, largest podcast in terms of viewership because everyone's going to be like, "Yeah, I totally relate." No matter who they are.
0: <laughs> that was, uh, that was our plan from the beginning. <laughs> We're a couple of penguins in here. <laughs> uh from the batman
1: i it took me like a millisecond <laughs> yeah. to be like what is he oh <laughs> oh yeah okay
0: that's <laughs> you, you reacted appropriately i'm glad we're a bunch of penguins face. in
1: here now i just want someone to draw some some uh, a funny picture of us but it's just oh. you and me as penguins with like microphones on like, giggling. <laughs> it's
0: like lav mics yeah exactly on our tuxedos <laughs> Casey, we have a very cool tree to get into this week, so let's hop right in, my man. Oh, let's do it! This week we're talking about the banyan tree. Yes, or banyan or yep. banyan tree. That's it. Uh, Casey, uh, a tree found in India.
1: Yes, it is actually the Indian. Uh, I think it's the, the national tree of India. The um, specifically. Ficus bengalensis. There we go. Yes, bengalensis. I think it's not there. i added an extra syllable, as I want to do. <laughs> this is bengalensis.
0: Bengalensis. Yeah. What was the first word?
1: Uh, ficus. Fic- oh, yes. yes. It's a fig. Oh, my God. This is so much fun. Nobody thinks about this, and I'm pretty sure... I know why. Everyone sees ficus, and they're like, oh. Like, it's a classic, like, indoor plant, right? Yeah, yeah, It's like, yeah. oh, what's your, is that a ficus? It's like, it's kind of a joke, right? Sure. And then there's also, like, people are like, oh, I love figs. Figs are so great. They're so, like, you know, love it. Uh-huh. They're the same thing. Mm. A fig, or a ficus, is the genus name, the uh, scientific name for fig. All I, figs.
0: I hope some people like me are learning this for the first time ah? and connecting a, a dot. Uh, uh. A couple of dots.
1: Yeah. And so every time you talk about that, most of the time they're referring to a tropical species of fig. The tropical species of fig is used as an indoor houseplant because houseplants are usually Um, tropical plants because it's so warm all the time. It's like always 60 degrees or more, right? Interesting. Yeah. So they're usually just tropical plants. Everyone, like, it kind of took me a while. I'm an outdoor tree person, plant person mostly, but I like indoor plants. And I had to be like, well, where do you find these? Like, what kind of plant is it? they're usually just some wacky tropical thing that can take pretty dry conditions that let's be honest, no one's really perfect. My friend Raina, she's perfect. She has a beautiful (laughs) solarium with this garden. I don't know how she does it. Everything that I have that she also has hers looks like it has been like, like grown up on a pillow with like getting fed grapes and wine. Mine looks like it just like got pulled in off the streets. (laughs) It was just like, like, can I live here? And I'm like, you can do your best. So I'd like to see you try. But and I but I still try. Anyway. Well,
0: Casey, we w- last week we're in Africa. Yep. In the savannah.
1: No, not uh not last week. The week before we were. Excuse me. It's all right. We are now last
0: in- week we were in Lebanon. Yes. Wow. The mountains. I lost time in my brain. Hey, it happens to me all the time. Oh boy. If it starts happening more, I'm gonna have to see somebody <laughs> right. about it. All right. <laughs> um so, we leave Lebanon on, uh, you know,
1: we could travel in any
0: any number of ways. Hmm. My instinct is hot air balloon.
1: Yeah. that is. Well, we already did that once. We I did I guess we can do it again. That's oh, you right. Der- They're der- different. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. So, we hop in a hot,
0: a hot air balloon. Yep. And we skip on over to the subcontinent of India. <laughs> and we touch down in the forest. Yep. And we are surrounded by beautiful banyan trees. Casey, Take it away. What are we seeing, smelling, feeling, experiencing as humans in an inhuman
1: world? It, it is, it's, it's, mu- it's a bit much. It's a lot. So, this is a very fascinating tree. It's a fig tree again. And, uh, I guess I kind of have to take a step back. We're talking about banyan, banyan specifically ficus bengalensis, but the tree that we're describing is kind of a, there's a lot of different trees that do the same exact thing that are also called banyan. Okay. But this one, most of the time, if someone says a banyan tree, they're referring to this exact tree. Okay. But there are other species that w- they would also call this, like ficus americana, aria, bengalensis, citrifolia, elastica, macrophyllae that kind of thing
0: these are all different kinds of banyan trees what
1: someone would probably call a banyan tree okay um now having said that i have never actually seen one of these in their native habitats i've seen them in other places this is exciting yes why Oh, I just, I don't oh, know. It's just exciting. I, I thought I you were leading a,
0: towards something. Yeah, no, it's exciting that, uh, it's, it's exciting that you've never seen one.
1: Yeah. Well, no, not its native. I've seen one like in Hawaii. I've seen some down in know. Southern America. Uh, I've seen a couple here and there. Cool. But they don't grow near as insane as they do in their native land of uh, India. And so basically, what you're seeing is you're seeing a tree, and this tree will have thousands, if not hundreds, of long tendrils where instead of just seeing one single stem that comes up, branches that come out, and you have this big canopy, you're looking at an entire tree that has long, like, stout aerial roots that have come down from horizontal branches to the ground, and now it has a second stem, a third stem, a fifth, tenth, twelfth, hundredth. They're everywhere. Yeah. So it is called – it's this kind of fig, and the banyan tree basically is – is this big mass? I was just about to say something, but I'm gonna hold back. Ooh. I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it to you later. Ooh, a little tease. A little, a little tease. How's fun? So the tree grows and it sends out these aerial roots or prop roots, or what they're called. Prop and roots. the prop roots will be the initial roots that kind of go out, and a branch comes out, and then for whatever reason, it just kind of goes. Bloop and the root starts growing downwards, and I'm not exactly sure why. Like, what is the the exact thing that produces that root or that makes it happen? It might just be a bud. It just ends up being on the bottom. I don't know.
0: The I have two quick questions. Yes follow ups the root the root is literally growing out of the bottom of the branch yes okay what yes. distinguishes distinguishes it from a branch
1: a root is growing down the branch would be growing up and out they, oh. and the root would not have.
0: Oh, wow. Yeah. What a simplistic answer, but that's like, that just blew my mind. Yeah.
1: The so, hell. <laughs> wow. My brain is expanding. It is. It's
0: beautiful. It's leveled up. <laughs> uh, so does this, my second follow-up question, does this tree also have a root system underground? Yes. Are they the same roots that are growing down from the branches? Oh,
1: yes. Whoa. This is, you're, 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 you're forcing me to get closer and closer to what I'm withholding, but I'm still gonna withhold it. Okay. They have leaves too, and these leaves are just like any classic ficus that you see. They're big, and a lot of them are different kind of colors. I have um, a species, I think it's ficus elastica, the rubber tree. Yeah. And very dark, very rubbery, and... um. Uh, like leathery leaves that are very dark green. They're a little magnolia-ish. Yes, they're super close, but you flip them over and they have more of a purple-reddish hue on the wow. bottom rather than a like that orange hair. Yeah. Um, but some of them are a little bit lighter green where they kind of have, uh, look a little bit like... Um, uh, collared greens or something like that a little chardish every now and then huh. and uh, so but they have like these big leaves you know they're maybe like six to eight inches wide they're very smooth around it and they um, they grow out there's some that are a little bit more lobed or like a little bit more wavy um, but there are so many different species of figs and so many of them do almost exactly the same thing I can kind of be like well we're describing this one specific kind because that's the easiest way for us to just talk about what this one is Okay. rather than talking about like oh well there's like oak leaves kind of thing where there's like a bunch of different kinds of oaks and all the oak leaves look kind of similar but with like little variations on the oak leaf aesthetic.
0: Right. It's kind of like that. And they all pretty much like grow in the same way. (laughs) Yeah,
1: exactly. But these for the most part they are just simple leaves lightish green on the bottom lightish green on the top kind of darker on the top a little bit smooth uh, entire margins very leathery rubbery like you can give them a high five and they'll give you a high five back. (laughs) Love that. And then they have these little fruits called figs yeah eh, pin and then till later oh boy Oh,
0: we got two pins i'm just so excited can yeah. i can i unpin one of my pins yes to say that before i forget this is a very this is, uh, if if i if you asked me to describe the visuals of this tree yeah i would i think i would just kind of stumble and give up and be like i don't know it looks weird
1: it's so complicated
0: but here is i think a perfect visual analogy okay close your eyes casey
1: mm-hmm.
0: imagine a colander okay and you are draining spaghetti. Mm, yes. Pour the spaghetti into the colander mm. to, to drain it. Mm-hmm. Uh, save a quarter cup of that pasta water for your sauce. That's the right idea. Um, I've never done that. Oh, Casey. I'm a fool. And the, the spaghetti, the holes are too big for the spaghetti and it comes through the holes a little ah, bit and it's kind of like, they're ah. kind of like drooping through the holes yep. and you're like losing some in the sink. That is what this tree looks like.
1: Yes, that is totally it. Yes, the only. Was it was such a long walk for uh, th- almost. No, yeah, that was a no long payoff. Yeah, that's ridiculous. That was a long. Wo- that that's how I tell stories. Yeah. Anyway, that's. Uh, oh no, you're rubbing off on uh, that's me. That's how I got these pants. <laughs> what, Casey? You could have just said you went to the store and bought these pants. Said you told me which store and why. Jesus, I think your metaphor works perfectly because that's what it looks like walking underneath. And yeah. here's what's super, just super cool about it, is that these roots will, um, they, they come down and the tree will just continually expand itself. And this is actually a super cool thing. You and I uh-huh. talked about doing a superlatives season where we just talk about like the biggest trees. Yeah. Or, like something. So as I'm doing this research, I realized this is one of the trees that we could have included oh. on that list. Interesting, Because there is a tree, it's called the Mama Merimanu. And it is the one of the, I think it's the biggest two-dimensional tree is what they're calling it. Oh,
0: so like the silhouette of it is the biggest?
1: I think so, or just the, the size of it. So because banyans grow like this, they they will, um, again, pin on how they start growing, because yeah. you had a question that I'm going to come back to. Okay, yeah. um, once they're there, you have a banyan tree, it's growing, it puts out a, an arm and that arm puts out a root. Now, that tree has basically expanded itself in terms of like root area by maybe 10 feet. Then it does it again, and 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 it does it in all different directions. And yeah, then One of those nodes starts to do it again and again. So you get this like, um, uh, this hydra kind of effect with this tree, but there's no cutting off of anything. It's just, it just Just grows and grows. Yeah. And it ends up being this one, I think is like five acres across. Holy crap. So its canopy is a five acre mass of forest, but it's just one physical tree that just keeps getting bigger and bigger, like a, like a, uh, a blob expanding
0: that would be just an incredible game of hide and seek
1: oh i'm sure but i think some of it like you can't get through it's too thick wow. because then each one of those roots is basically a new stem so it just gets bigger and bigger and bigger the same way that every tree gets bigger wow. and bigger. so you get these like really complex masses of little stems and big stems and they become conjoined because they like hit each other then graft together what's it called casey uh this one is called thimama. Miramanu. That's spelled T H I M M A M M A. Cool. M A R R I M A N U. Okay. (laughs) <laughs> Sorry, Alex. There are other people that are listening, not just you.
0: I just—I w- I wasn't sure when when it was ending. I lost. <laughs> I just heard a bunch of M's and no, A's. I'm not, I'm not.
1: Yeah, there's a lot. <laughs> yeah, it's and it's huge. It's just massive, and I think they measured it last time in like 2010 or 2008, and it was it's just a huge tree, and it still has the it's the widest growing thing in a, a I guess the second dimension would be. The canopy of it, like two-dimensional, because you can have like the biggest giant sequoia or pando, which would be kind of the same, but that's just individual stems from one root system. Oh. This is one one full canopy with a gigantic root system but it's all above ground
0: yeah maybe they just mean like from a bird's eye view it's that's that's yeah maybe i guess so oh i see yeah
1: if you're just looking straight down Mm -hmm. yeah which yeah yeah well we'll have to talk about that in relation to pando but that's not the objective of our podcast
0: today no the objective of the podcast right now casey is to take a quick break we'll be right back with more completely arbitrary Welcome back to Completely Arbitrary. Today, we're talking the Banyan of India. Now, yes. Casey, during the break, I went to the restroom and I came back and you were poring over your notes like a madman. Yes. You looked like Gandalf in that library when he's <laughs> trying to figure out what to do with the ring. Trying to like,
1: yeah, before I throw it in the fire. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And I I sat down and I watched you <laughs> and then you said, oh, this is so intense. <laughs>
1: It is.
0: And you you told me, we're going to get into it, but we're not going to get too much into it. And then you slammed your book down. (laughs) So let's talk Banyan. And I don't know what we're talking about exactly. Yep. So here I am hitching my carabiner to your sachet.
1: That is exactly what you're doing. Is that
0: the right terminology? I
1: don't know because I'm not sure what terminology you're going for. I've never
0: climbed a rock. I am. You are my lifeline. I'm going to
1: pull you along.
0: Let's get into... Tie
1: a knot in the bottom of that rope, so (laughs) as I tug you along, I don't just pull the rope and just (laughs) right out.
0: I think if you were smart, you would just cut me free and keep (laughs) keep climbing.
1: Goodbye.
0: Uh, Casey, let's get into the
1: banyan. All right. The banyan tree. Now, the first thing, when you look this tree up, you look up the banyan, you click on the Wikipedia because it's a great place to start. Cool. Start reading through and you realize, wow, there's a whole bunch going on with the banyan tree. And then you read a book. I don't know if you would do this. Like, I don't know if that was a very linear progression that I just described. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you should read a book, everyone. That book is called The Tree by Colin Tudge. Yes. You'll recognize it because it has a tree on the front. I believe it's actually a white oak Quercus Alba. No-kay. Anyway,
0: No-kay. No K. Anyway.
1: No K. I meant no what? way. No way. No K. No K. So what's cool about, the, uh, about this book is that it is a natural history of trees. And this guy's an exceptional writer, Colin Tudge. He does it in a way that is extremely accessible, even though he talks about things that we talk about on this podcast uh-huh. that are just extremely inaccessible. I've probably made reference to this book or used things from this book to like spark and seed an idea yes. or just to be like, yeah, I read this thing in this book. Oh my God. Right. And learn about it. This is one of those things that I read in this book and was like, oh my God. Do Years- you think? Go
0: oh, ahead. I'm so sorry.
1: Absolutely not.
0: You were on such a roll. Do you think I could read that book, like, reading level-wise? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, I'm just getting into chapter books.
1: It's Yeah, sorry, this one, this has chapters, so are you're going to be
0: fine. Are there pictures?
1: There are some pictures. Okay, okay. But you will have to try to pronounce a lot more Latin names, so <laughs> keep that in mind. So what this tree, or what this book's about, The Tree, um, it has a, a space at the end. It kind of, we'll skip, go read it, everyone, it's great, just trust me. Um At the end, they start talking about, or Colin starts to talk about the fig and the fig wasp. Now if you are not familiar, this is one cool thing about this tree specifically. The fig wasp is a insect, it's a wasp species, and there are hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of different kinds of wasps, the bug. okay It happens to be that there's a specific variety or not variety, a subfamily of fig wasps, a very specific group of them. okay? This group all had one single ancestor. This group is very unique because it, only will go and breed in a specific species of fig tree. Specifically, each wasp will have one individual fig tree. 750 or so different species of figs, 750 species or so of fig wasps. If one goes down, the other goes down. Are you kidding? It is a little bit more complicated. remember when I was reading just now and I was like, This is too complicated. Yeah, yeah. This there is there's always nuance to this. Okay. but if we're painting a broad stroke, no, I'm not kidding you. That is the case. Okay. That's it.
0: Yeah, you did say, that, and I'm paraphrasing. We're we're there will be a lot of there will be a lot of ellipses in this episode. Yes, there will be because it's a, a vast world. Hey, maybe we should really dig into it on a Patreon episode. Oh
1: man, if we we could, yes. So sign up for Patreon and then ask <laughs> us, and then we'll do it. <laughs> yeah, demand it. <laughs> yeah. So that is the first thing that we're going to talk about. So we're going to put another that that is still pinned, but I just wanted to whet your appetite okay. because we remains. also wanted to talk about. Yeah, this is just a pinned episode right now. Wow. I also wanted to make sure that we discuss. remember when earlier you asked me about all these, uh, like, what does it look like walking through the forest? Uh-huh. Does it have roots? Is the roots below the same as the roots above? Right. And I said, yes, with kind of like that sort of thing. Well, it just so happens that the banyan is, in fact, not a tree until it's a tree. One time, you asked me about a, you were writing a song, and you wanted to write a song. This is oh, a year yeah. or so ago. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you asked me, you gave me some certain, uh, um, parameters for what you're looking for. Uh-huh. And I was like, the strangler fig. Yes. And I don't even know if you or if that's still a thing, uh still a song that you're making or made or have. I finished that song. Oh, we want to hear it. I like that song. I think I did too. I think you showed me little bits and pieces. I forgot about that song. Nice. Maybe Remember I'll,
0: I'll, it now. Yeah, maybe I'll put it on my upcoming recording.
1: I think you should because it's germane to the rest of your life. Now that we're talking about it here <laughs> on Completely Arbitrary the podcast. <laughs> So a strangler fig, Alex, uh-huh. is a tree, but it's a tree that starts way up at the top of a, of the canopy in another tree. Okay. So you're a big tree, you're another tropical tree, you're cruising, you found this awesome spot in the canopy, you had to fight your way to get there every step of the way. You finally got there and this bird comes and sits and you're like, "Hey, what's up, bird?" and that bird's just like, "Nothing, I'm cool," and poops right there on your branch. And you're Fantastic. just like, you don't you don't think anything of it. But all of a sudden you realize that this little tree just kind of, whoop, sprouts up from that poop. And you're like, wait, what? what's that? Okay. What's going on? That tree gets a little bit bigger and it starts putting little roots that kind of hang down around the side of your big branch. And you're just kind of looking at it and you're just chilling. You're growing out. You're still doing your thing as your tree.
0: Am I but getting concerned?
1: You're, you're probably just now getting concerned. Is
0: this like finding a dark mole on your back that it, wasn't there six months ago? Yes. Okay.
1: Yes. I i don't want to make that reference go any further <laughs> because it's going to get bad.
0: Casey, good call.
1: So this little this little plant is growing here. That is a fig tree. That huh. little fig tree was from a little bird, and because it, you know, they eat the figs, they're fruit. It basically sends down this little plant, starts in the high upper canopies on these branches, and then sends down aerial roots. Okay. And it just sits there and grows. And those roots just go down and down and down and down and down until they hit the forest floor. Okay. When they hit the forest floor, then, and sometimes they crawl down the side of the, the tree trunk, oh. like fall water or something. They keep going down, keep going down, keep going down. They hit into the ground. When they get into the ground then they start to get nutrients and things for themselves rather than trying to just get it from the air or collect little bits of water that are hanging around. This
0: was my question. How does it get what it needs to grow? Yes,
1: exactly. So that normal root will grow down there and it'll get there. And they can kind of take things from um, other spots on the tree because in the tropical forest there's um, epiphytes everywhere. So this tree starts its life out as an epiphyte. Okay. So an epiphyte is just another little plant that grows on the side of another plant. Okay. It's not parasitic. It doesn't actually go into and use nutrients from its host plant it's just sitting on it like oh, a great. like licorice fern or a barnacle
0: mons. on a on a whale
1: precisely great now exactly as barnacle on a whale it's not that comfortable all the time and you don't necessarily like it mm. so this tree can't really do much about it it's got this thing growing on it and that thing just keeps getting bigger and bigger and bigger once it hits the ground uh-huh. then it starts sending roots out left and right and then it literally strangles the tree and wow. I believe the term that I wrote to, or read today is the fig becomes the host tree's coffin.
0: Jesus <laughs> Christ. Yeah, it's that <laughs> intense. What an image.
1: Yeah, and it, there's there are photos of fig trees where all those roots that come down, the initial ones that come down around the main tree, it will literally have like tens of roots that come down and create like a lattice work around the yeah. tree. And then they get bigger and bigger and bigger. And the tree on the outside, the fig, will literally strangle and girdle the tree on the inside because they're getting bigger and bigger from the outside. So the tree on the inside can't keep growing. That is
0: incredible.
1: Isn't that wild? At the same time, The fig tree is now getting more. It's already up in the sky. So it's just getting energy, 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 energy. So it outcompetes like um, ivy does here and elsewhere with other trees like kudzu. Kudzu and ivy do not actually take any nutrients from the tree. They just outcompete the tree for light and use the tree as the structure. That Except-
0: is wild. Wait, Casey. Gah! Can I ground myself oh, for a second? here? yeah, of here? course. This with your is your aerial roots. <laughs> let me sh- let me send my roots out on your shoulder here for a second. Oh <laughs>
1: uh, no! Don't 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 do it! I'm going to kill you if I can. <laughs> um- <laughs> <laughs>
0: that tickled me for some reason. Uh, so this is this is all fig trees behave this way? No, no, no,
1: not all. Just figs. the banyan, just the banyan and its friends. So remember how I said there's like a lot of different things that you would call the banyan tree? Oh, right. So we are specifically today talking. Um, we're, actually we're kind of broadly talking about banyan trees, but when you say the banyan tree, most of the time you're talking about Bengalensis ficus Bengalensis. Okay, which is the um, state tree of India. Like it's a super common. Very, very often planted tree.
0: Okay. It does this. Okay. What about strangler figs?
1: Yes. There are many, there are a couple different species. So it is a strangler fig. Oh. The banyan tree is a strangler fig. Got it. Lowercase s, lowercase f.
0: Wow. Okay. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. It's an improper, it's a, it's a, yeah, it's an it's a yes. improper uh, noun. There are
1: more than one kind of uh, f- strangler fig wow. trees or plants, but there are, there's only one that's called Bengal i uh, sorry, ficus bengalensis.
0: You know when you like connect a dot and you feel like you just had a really big sneeze?
1: <laughs> yes. Yeah, so that's how you, I feel right now. You just feel really good. Like your face like gets a little tingly. I'm euphoric. And you I look. have ascended. Yeah. <laughs> Alex is floating. You're not even on your chair right now. Oh my <laughs> God. So that's this tree. So that's what Incredible. makes this non-tree tree tree a tree. Because it becomes a tree only after it's not a tree, but it does it in the opposite way that normal trees would do it. Oh, that's what
0: you mean. So, Starts from
1: the top, goes to the bottom, kills the thing that it was on most of the time, and then takes its place. What was
0: the word you called it earlier?
1: Uh, strangler fig.
0: Uh, no, it and like the, oh, the-
1: Epiphyte. 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 Okay. Yeah, it's, a, a, uh, it's kind of like epidermis. That's the outer layer of skin. It's <gasps> epi. It's the outside. Wow. And then um, the phyte is, is a, a kind of plant, epiphyte.
0: Okay, to me it sounds like a boss in the Di- in the Diablo franchise of games. Ooh, well I'm Epiphyte. Yeah. Oh God. He's like the. Someone turn the sun off. <laughs> and he strangles you. Ooh, I'm, I'm creating <laughs> oh, a whole God. lore in my head.
1: Yeah, there you go. That's it? Yeah.
0: All right, Casey, that's super cool, man. Yeah. So
1: that's how this tree goes. It's a beautiful tree, and you can, if someone Google's, we'll see if we can find a photo. I'm not sure if we can, hmm. but there there's photos that people have taken from inside the hollow shell from oh. where the tree used to be. So if it's just one single stem that gets covered by this uh, strangler fig, then the tree dies. It decays. You can look inside that like hollow column uh-huh. of just those this lattice work of the aerial roots that have come down and strangled what it was there. That decays away. Now it's gone.
0: I will say maybe appropriately the whenever I've seen, I, you know, when I wrote that song, I googled strangler fig, uh-huh. um, and it does look like the outer shell of yeah. the of the bark does look a lot like uh, rotting flesh.
1: Totally, yeah. It, it's it, very it zombie-looking. It's real, and it is in the outer side, like the those roots. They're totally alive. It's just the stuff inside that it's slowly squeezing to death. It's
0: just, just that's ruckus. To Isn't that Casey so clap. raw?
1: Oh god, it is ruckus. Ugh, I can't even get enough of it. I want to go see these trees and see it in action because I'll be honest. I believe you can also just plant it in the ground and it'll just grow up like a normal tree, oh. and then send out these uh, aerial roots from its own limbs, and then that's how you can get these big things but it will also start from the top and do it backwards
0: see this is curious to me that if you just plant one by itself it mm-hmm. sends out aerial roots
1: it does but it only does that once it gets up into the into the sky oh yeah so i'm sure you could prune it and do other things to it but as the tree's growing up like you can buy it as a as a house plant and it'll just be one single stem that's popping up i don't know exactly what the stimulus is that gets it to do a new root I have not figured that out.
0: Wow, that's so curious. I would actually love to have a a, a little mini little mini fig plant in my home.
1: You totally can. I, I like I said, I got one. You can go buy them. But they don't. I don't think that they actually will do the same strangling uh, to your other plants. So yeah, I like, was
0: gonna. Yeah. I was gonna make a bad joke.
1: Like, could you just like imagine waking up after hearing like a pot break and you look <laughs> over and your figs just completely <laughs> covering your, your fern or something? Oh, they should. Oh God, get there's. There. <laughs>
0: they should absolutely remake the Blob, but with a banyan tree.
1: <laughs> yeah, they totally should. Yeah, somebody would, get on I would that. I watch that, please. Thank you, Hollywood. Also, could you actually? bollywood should do it. it's the indian tree there we go casey and i think they would do a much better job in that at the end we're gonna have a dance sequence
0: <laughs> oh yeah it would just be oh, such man. like crazy over the top action for 90 minutes and then, and then oh, yeah. we all dance and then
1: we're all just gonna dance i just ah.
0: assumed you and i would be in the movie I don't of
1: course we would we're the we're the <laughs> the, the brain we're the executive here. producers yeah exactly well Anyway, if that's not interesting enough for you, oh boy, I can throw one more ball your way if you want to take a swing at it.
0: Chapter three.
1: That is the chapter we're on. Chapter three. This one's entitled "Enter the Nematodes."
0: And now we're talking.
1: Oh, yes, we are. Are the nematodes anything like the battle toads? Mm, I'm going to say yes without knowing what that is. Lovely. The answer is 100% yes. All right. All right. So remember when you walked in and I was reading this book, I uh-huh. was just finishing this little chapter and I didn't even quite get through it because I had to read a couple paragraphs a couple different times. Yeah. It's very complicated.
0: That's when you put your book down.
1: Okay. Remember how we brought up earlier, every species of fig will have its own species of fig wasp. Yes. It turns out that's basically a fact. And I know we don't usually deal in facts here at the show. Casey
0: is using uh, air quotes, very uh,
1: like aggressive air quotes. Yeah, kind of scared me. So sorry, I put my hands in my pockets. Sorry, <laughs> let me wait. So you have uh, so each one of these things, and they've done some uh, some studies and. The very first species of fig and the very first species of fig wasp, that that wasp decided, I'm going to lay my my eggs like this. And both those plants, or or both the plant and the insect, evolved together for the rest of time, 90 or so million years. So here's how it works. Have you ever seen a fig?
0: Sure have. I've eaten my, my fair share. You love them, don't you? Love me a fig. And they're
1: delicious. They have all the, like, the, they're just, they have that right kind of like flesh and flavor and everything In- like that.
0: Incredible. I love their yeah. seeds.
1: So interesting that you bring up seeds. Hmm. Did you know that half the time you eat a fig that is nice and ripe, you're actually eating a significant amount of baby wasps? Oh, Lord. That's why I wanted to make sure to to say, you like it. You think they're good. So everyone who heard that and then heard the second part, admit to yourself you like it and keep doing it. Well,
0: I have no problem admitting that I'll never eat one again.
1: <laughs> Perfect. The one that we usually eat, that's ficus carica most of the time. Okay. And that is a species from the Mediterranean. Hmm. And that is it's super common. We have it over here all the time. Like it's planted relatively often. Yeah there are again 750 different species of figs many of them we do not eat everything else in the world eats them like half the time when a fig tree puts its fruit on and its fruit becomes ripe yeah. that is like a bonanza in a tropical forest and you can oh. see every kind of um, like bird and mammal and monkey running over there and they just eat the whole thing just well, absolutely
0: to death jungle buffet exactly the figs come to play
1: and it's and there's so many different species it's it, it totally makes sense we're like this one blooms at this time this one blooms at this time this one blooms at this time. Oh. And then they create fruit at different times as well. So that way no one is getting out competed, no one else is, is competing with someone else so that all the animals will be like there, there, there. So it becomes this big like <laughs> you know brilliant. yeah, this cycle if you ever eat a fig and you realize, yeah, this is kind of a weird fruit, like you never had a fruit quite like it. It's a little alien. It is alien and it just gets more alien when I describe to you what exactly it is. <laughs> oh no. So, of uh, the fruit of a fig is actually the receptacle. Remember when we talked about plant flowers a while back? Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, also about apple and poems with the uh, yes. hawthorn. So, the receptacle is like the... the the terminal part of the twig or the the stem that is, or stem tissue specifically, that holds onto the flower. It's like the base of the flower. And the fig fruit is actually a big receptacle and the ovaries are actually inside of it the flowers that come from those ovaries are inside the receptacle. Wait a minute. This is Derek Zoolander's looking at me right now with his <laughs> this is just headphones on, looking and saying, they're inside the fruit. <laughs> That's right, Alex Zoolander. <laughs> they're inside okay. the fruit. In fact, technically, the fruit can't even really be called the fruit until it starts to ripen when all the seeds inside ripen because the individual ovules are inside with individual flowers. And there's like something from like 20 to 5,000 in any given fig, where there's basically, instead of having flowers on the outside that things come into, yeah. they are inside. And are oh. absolutely like all when you break that in half and you have like the, all those seeds and all those like little, fl- you know, fleshy bits, I guess. Uh-huh. That is actually all of the remains of the the flowers that have in the ovules, which, of course, a um, a ovary, an ovary, it a mature ovary is what technically is a fruit, so the fruit. The fruit, man. I need to have like a. a, We need to do a ding every time I use air quotes on this episode. (laughs) Oh yeah, something about Casey that
0: people might not know from hearing him on podcasts. He's an extremely expressive speaker. I move a lot. You use your body.
1: Yeah, you might. say It's body languages have the big thing that when I when I talk.
0: Yeah, and you have a couple of Caseyisms that I've mimicked to you before in a in a kind way. In a kind,
1: I was never offended.
0: Um. Anyway, anyway, I have so many questions, Casey. All right,
1: begin. <sighs> well, okay. Before are you we,
0: get to a good stopping point, I'll and then get on a good one. On you.
1: So, because the flowers are inside, um, they have the the figs. They have this really interesting way that they end up getting these uh, these wasps to do their do their dirty. So it they first they walk into this thing called a synconia, and okay. um, a synconia is is the name of the fruit. These wasps they come in through this little hole in the very end of the of this fruit okay. in quotes and they walk in and they go and they lay an egg inside the seeds of the fig, up to about 50 or so percent of the seeds. Lay an egg inside and then they leave. The the mother leaves. The foundress is what they're called. Cool. The foundress then uh, goes off and maybe does this on a different fig or a different fruit on this one fig tree. The little baby wasps hatch and they eat that little seed that they're basically put inside. Okay, That's how they get their nourishment. They have then... Um, a couple of the male wasps that are born, which is only like maybe 50 to 5%, like not a lot, most huh. of the time. Um, those males will then go in and fertilize the females inside their individual seats. And then the males die. They don't even leave the fig. They don't leave.
0: Wow. They just
1: do the dirty. They die. They don't even have wings. A the life they, of
0: servitude.
1: That's all they're there for. Yeah. Yeah. Then the females, the newly hatched females, they will walk and just bumble around inside the fig, get covered in pollen, uh-huh. then fly away. And then they go to the next one and they fertilize the next one by walking back into it, looking around. And because they're already now pregnant with fertilized little baby wasp eggs, they then put those little baby wasp eggs into these new seeds. And then the cycle starts again.
0: Oh my gosh. Are you
1: sweating? I'm sweating.
0: No, I'm more like I'm more like uh, falling down a hole.
1: Yeah, it, yeah, it's it's That's exactly wild. what it is. In fact, I could probably find the term for that hole. <laughs> Just
0: give me one second here.
1: Oh. <laughs> osteel. It's called an ostial. <laughs>
0: oh, the hole they go through. <laughs> yeah. You the flowers inside the fig. This is yes. my first big uh, mental block. Yeah. The flowers inside the fig, if you cut open if that flower is mature and you yes. cut open a fig, can you see the petal? Does it have petals and pit and no and uh stamen? It
1: has it has is stamen. That the right word? Yeah, you're right. Yeah, okay. it, exactly. I mean it has pistols, pistols. and stamen. Yeah. Yes. Or really it actually has the the tiniest little little parts that are just on top, which are the style and the stigma. Oh so really yeah. they just have like everything has been um minimalized yeah. and kind of like it only uses what it needs to get them inside and I produce see. pollen produce uh, the style and the stigma so you can get pollen and that pollen can come and touch the stop of the top of the style and then go into the thing
0: wow what a bizarre world Casey. yeah
1: and so it's a it, that's a crazy thing that they do yeah so okay that makes sense that's a cool little it's a cool little relationship but then what a what if one takes advantage of the other and it doesn't quite work? Turns out if the fig or if the wasp does not fertilize the plant, does not fertilize the rest of them, if it just like goes in, does its dirty and leaves uh-huh. and then doesn't actually do any of the fertilization, if most of those flowers inside of that um fig, the fruit, the fruit, if, quotes. yeah, thank you. if that is not wholly fertilized, then the plant aborts the whole thing. just yep, done. And then wow. all the little baby wasps that are in there perish because oh. they're not getting any more sustenance and they don't have any protection way up in the tree inside this little fruit.
0: And so a bird may come along and just snack on it.
1: Exactly, or it'll I just fall to the ground, get eaten by something else, or it'll just rot, and then they won't have any protection. Casey, what a what an uh. insane...
0: Uh, story you weaved yeah. for us today. Oh,
1: God. And it's not even done. That's the dot, 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 because then there's something that has to do with nematodes that I can't even remember. Yeah. But the nematodes will go into the wasps, and then they, those will get transferred to another thing. Then the wasps, or the, uh, not, the wasps will go to a different fig, and then the figs have different temperatures, and they change things. The relationship between these trees, again, this is mutualistic symbiosis, mm-hmm. they, they're all kept in line by some other small little thing that keeps it from getting out of order. Incredible. Even though um, what he says a hundred times in this book is uh, evolution, or rather, um, not evolution, natural selection does not look to the future. Like, it doesn't say, okay, if I don't do this... Then this is going to happen. It'll be better for everybody. Right? They look at what's the short term benefit. Everything has to benefit you right then and right now. Yeah. So if it doesn't short term benefit you, that's why the tree drops and aborts it. Because if that wasp did not do the thing that it needed to do, then its brood does not get transferred to the next. So the wasps that are a little bit more ambient, i am trying to think—amble around, but I don't. I can't. I can't think of the sure. To amble. and yeah, it works. The, the wasps that amble around more often spread more pollen, fertilize more things. They, the ones that take the time, they will be the ones that have more brood that comes out of non-aborted uh, little, uh, little figs. Interesting. Yeah. So it's it gets more complicated even so. Even when you think it's like, oh, it's a nice story.
0: Well the theme the theme here is dot dot dot. Yeah,
1: that's it. Man.
0: We got a we got a schedule for this podcast.
1: <clears throat> Jeez. Anyway, that's the that's figs.
0: Casey, I think now is a just a tremendous time to I'm not,
1: I'm not ready. To get
0: into our ready or not, pal, here it comes. To get into our review of the banyan tree. Yep. And I think maybe Maybe we ex- we zoom out a little bit and do a review of these Strangler figs. Uh, Casey, as our resident expert, we will begin with your Golden Cone score.
1: All right, Golden Cones of Honor for the Banyan tree, the f- Strangler fig and all of its buddies, 8.9. I'm giving it an 8.9. Tremendous. It is a tremendous tree. And I'm starting with my cone number first. I know I usually don't do that.
0: I like it when you do this.
1: Okay. I want to You've just put it a out there. Times, it's fun. It's it did it, because I have to just be like, no, this tree's cool before I talk myself out of it. Yeah. So we talked about it with the thorn. Where I'm a fan of trees that fight back. Yes. And this tree not only fights back in like uh, a defensive way, this uh-huh. is an offensive tree. Yeah. <laughs> this tree's like, oh, this is this is nice. I really like this branch. Can I have all of it? <laughs> yeah. And the other tree's like, no, you can't. You can't have it. And it's like, I'm going to take it. And not only will it take over that tree, it will then grow and take over the space around all the other trees, and then yeah. inevitably, over, it's. It is a. It's like it is a colonizing tree in every physical manifestation of that word. Yeah. So I, yeah. So I think they're amazingly cool trees, and this complex like relationship, and then all the complex relationships that follow. I think are the coolest things. An eight point nine golden cones of honor. Eight point nine. Yeah, golden cones of honor.
0: <laughs> <laughs> i say we just call them we're just gonna call them what they are or cones like with an apostrophe at the beginning you know Ooh. it's like short for golden cones
1: oh yeah all right yeah i gotcha all right nice all right what do you uh what do you think Alex? uh
0: by the way honor this season is spelled h-o-n-o-u-r yeah, thank you <clears throat> uh so here here here's here's i want to say something extremely unrelated please do uh before i dive into my review and I'll I'll kind of structure it the same as yours. I'll give my ranking and then I'll tell why. Um, this last weekend, I took a solo trip to Astoria, Oregon. All right. And I did a little hiking. I did a lot of driving. I went in with no plans. I thought that would be kind of cool, but I ended up just kind of not knowing what to do and driving a bunch. Um, and on my trip, now this is supposed to be kind of like f- funny and sweet, not sad. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I want you to. I want. I need to make sure you respond appropriately. yes yeah. Else, it'll make me feel weird. So I was driving and I was listening to, to to some pop punk, and I was just like in a great mood. Is it Weezer? Uh, no. Oh, I okay. well, I think at the moment I was listening to Cartel. All
1: right. Yeah, that's okay. Okay. <laughs> their
0: their album Chroma, and uh, <laughs> uh, 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 their song Say Anything. And um, I was driving and I was thinking about the podcast. And I was thinking about the community we've we've kind of built around us, and ha- that has built itself around us, uh, and how it's growing. And everybody's so sweet and kind, and and sends us great messages and information, and and is so supportive and sweet and supports us on our Patreon. And I began to weep, Casey.
1: Oh, Alex! I was
0: so t- I was just so like I've just felt so uh i in a way like i just felt so honored and so privileged to be a part of something you know and and i've been a creative my entire life um and this is the the thing that has really stuck and that people are like paying attention to on kind of a big scale yeah um i think a bigger scale than either of us imagined when we first started and it just feels so good to be a part of something like this and i just want to thank everybody and thank you casey well
1: you, thank you, Alex.
0: And it's just C- been a, a real joy, and I, I found an, an sort of an invigorated uh, uh, a passion for the show because mm. it's hard to make something every single week and like keep up the vigor, you know.
1: Yeah, it's like yes.
0: Um, some people even told well I think this is because my you know my dog was dying, but I think some people even told me like. I could hear Alex, uh, Alex's mood worsen <laughs> for the last two episodes. Oh, God. <laughs> but I, I feel good now. I feel I feel great about the podcast, and I feel great about our community. Excellent. 9.0 golden cones of honor. Wow. H o n o u r for the banyan tree. Just
1: right past the precipice.
0: <laughs> and uh, and and strangler figs. I think the 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 premise of a strangler fig is incredibly cool. Please Bollywood, make our dreams come true. We need this. All right. Well, that was our review of The Banyan Tree.
1: I love it. That's a great review. (laughs)
0: Casey. Alex. We are going to play a game right now. Oh, what game is this? It is a listener favorite from season one of Completely Arbitrary.
1: God, okay.
0: At the time, I called it uh, the Latin name game. It now officially has an official non-working title. All right. It is Binomial Bonanza.
1: Oh, I love this one.
0: Here's how it works, Casey. (laughs) I am going to read you the scientific name of a species of tree. All of these trees that I've chosen are found in the Sibley Guide to Trees by David Allen Sibley, a book that we constantly recommend.
1: And we constantly do for free. Although we haven't talked about it in a little while, Casey. It's because we're on a world tour, and that is a North American tree book.
0: That's a really good point. There you go. Uh, I will read the scientific name, the binomial name. Mm. You will tell me. As quick as you can, the common name for the species of tree.
1: (laughs) Oh, this one is so hard. We are. For a while, you chose uh them off of the Oregon State landscape thing. Oh. And that was nicer because I'm usually familiar with those because they grow in Oregon, probably. I see. These grow from all over the country, and some of them I don't know as well. Well, that's what makes it fun, guys. Oh, you know what? Fun is fun for who, Alex?
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's a lot of fun for me, and I think it's a lot of fun for our (laughs) listeners. So let's dive in. 60 seconds on the clock. Okay. And we begin now. Quercus stellata. Ooh, Quercus stellata, post oak. Yes, correct. Malus fusca, fusca.
1: Ooh, Malus fusca. That's a that's the um, uh, it's the apple we have here in the Oregon. It's a uh, hold on. <gasps> The calamith plum. No, it's not that. It's a crab apple. Yes. But it's a specific kind of crab apple. The Oregon crab apple. Yeah, okay, thank you. Correct. Pyrus caloriano. Ooh, that tree smells like a. um, uh, It smells like a bunch of sailors. What is it, Casey? On a boat. (laughs) It's a calorie bear. Correct.
0: Lionathanimus li, li, uh, floribundus.
1: What? That's li- not a
0: tree. Lionathanimus lianathan- floribundus.
1: Okay, so it's got a lot of flowers. Li- it's the multi-flowered lionanthus. Is it an acacia?
0: Incorrect. It's the lion tree.
1: Fuck, what? I never even heard that. Plantanus
0: occidentalis.
1: Oh, Plantanus occidentalis as well as the western... Uh, uh, sycamore. Oh,
0: God. Uh, American sycamore. American, yes. Junep, Jun, Juniperus scop, scop, scopularum.
1: Scopularum. That's the juniper scopularum. It's uh, the western juniper.
0: Rocky Mountain juniper. Oh, wow. Damn it. Betula neo Alaska, Alaskana, Alaskana,
1: Bet- La- Alaskana, neo Alaskana,
0: neo Alaskana. Like- oh, so
1: it's the new Alaskan birch, Betula neo Neolask- the resin birch. Oh, dang it!
0: Quercus, oh god, Quercus <gasps> acutissima.
1: Ooh, acutissima, not a native species. That's the uh, sawtooth oak. Correct. Boom. Populus. Angustifolia. Ooh, uh, you're getting good at this. That's the uh big tooth aspen? No, it's a different kind of aspen. No, Angustifolia. Ooh, it's a it's a, it's 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 Populus. Populus angustifolia. It's some kind of it's a it's a cottonwood. It's some kind of uh, central, let's say, um plains cottonwood, narrow-leaf cottonwood. Fuck. Prunus persica. Ooh, Prunus persica. That sounds like it's a plum from Persia. No, not plum, maybe cherry. Cherry, per- Persian cherry, pin cherry. Incorrect, peach. Dang it, what? Oh, it's a peach.
0: That is the end of my uh, list, Casey.
1: 60 seconds and I did poorly.
0: As is tradition, we went way beyond the time limit, but uh, that's what makes it fun. I
1: want to know, one day you're going to do that and you're going to name like 100 and be like, wait, that that's it? <laughs> did we get to 60 seconds? Casey like, just Casey,
0: blacked out. It's been an hour. <laughs> Casey, it's about time for our completely arbitrary Q&A I understand. Our question is from listener Bobby. Bobby. Bobby Bohemir. Bohemir.
1: I like that last name. Yeah. I like that first name.
0: Bobby asks... An incredibly interesting philosophical
1: question. Ooh, hold on. Let me put my philosophy hat on. <laughs> All right, I'm ready.
0: All right. Whoa, your philosophy hat's really weird.
1: Yeah. I didn't I didn't know that you would notice, but I've been wearing it this whole time.
0: It's like an Abe Lincoln-style uh, top hat. Yeah,
1: except it's like three feet tall. Yeah. I'm knocking things over.
0: Did you get this from like a prop store?
1: Can I turn this, the ceiling fan off? It's, oh, it's yeah, probably yeah, going to yeah. knock my... That's yeah. right. Anyway. Hey, you've got
0: birds living under there. No! <laughs> oh, shoot! Sorry, Bobby asks: Did humans domesticate crops, or did crops domesticate
1: humans? Oh, this is a tree adjacent question. Yes, this isn't is,
0: it. This is a and other related topics question, etc.
1: All right, this is this is a great question, and actually, this is really that actually um, it comes very uh, close to home with our episode here because you can kind of think about the the relationship between wasps and the relationship between figs as also similar, you know? Yeah. Like, who domesticated who? Did the wasp use, is the wasp using the fig and causing the fig to be like, you know, it's, you know, uh, womb, basically, I guess, or I, I nursery? Have
0: an, I have an answer for not only that question, but Bobby's question. All right, go for it. Bobby? What, what do you think? That yeah, part? that's Bobby, yeah. Bobby. Uh, like most things, uh, both. Exactly. It's not It's not a dichotomy.
1: Yes. I uh, would say- We're not taking
0: sides here. Both things are happening at once.
1: Precisely. I think, Alex, that's a perfect insight to add to this. Thank you, Casey. Your answer is right. Everyone, thanks so much. This has been completely arbitrary. <laughs> However- guess, yeah, yeah, there's always going to be that. Both are um, uh, mutualized, or they are, there's a mutualistic symbiosis going on here, yeah. to some degree or another. Um, the biggest difference is- With humans, we see things from our human perspective. And there's no person except Michael Pollan and a few other people. Um, This is, by the way, a quintessential question that is answered and discussed in the book um, The Botany of Desire by Michael Pollan. Cool. And he specifically addresses and kind of goes into this. He's saying, well, if we look at it, like, the opposite would be true. If we are super successful because we've eaten rice, wheat, corn— then we've probably, you can flip this script on that and say corn is super successful because it has got this weird mammal thing to do everything in its power and kill other mammal things and other plants and things in the soil yeah. and cut down other things and make everything just perfect for me. I'm These things are my motherfuckers.
0: <laughs> and systematically plant miles and miles of it. Exactly. Cover entire entire uh, uh, states.
1: Yes, cut down entire forests and complex ecosystems yeah. to make everything perfect for me. That's kind
0: of a baller move on the corns part.
1: Super baller. Like you can't complain. Like you, you really can't. You got to give it the credit where credit's due. Yeah. But then at the same time, we can flip that script back and we could at any point stop doing that. Mm. We, we were, we're never going to, we probably can't because we probably have like food systems collapse. Yeah. So at one point, yes, it would be completely destructive for us, but if it's completely destructive for us, the plants will probably be fine. Sure. So did we end up, um, may, or did we domesticate those crops? I would say ultimately, yes. Um, but, I think if you can say yes to that, then you can say yes to the opposite as well.
0: For sure. Hey, I think that's yeah. a great answer, Casey. I Concise think it's, Concise yeah. and clear and uh, under control. I think so. Well, if you have a question about trees, email us at arbitrarypod at gmail.com. You can follow us on Instagram at arbitrarypod to see some pretty pictures. Right. And hear some fun things. And... We have a Patreon, Casey.
1: Everyone should sign up for it. This month, we have a new artist. That's right. This is very exciting. The tree cone is oh. a cone of a tree.
0: Let's not spoil it Yeah, quite see yet. how
1: I did that? <laughs> oh, Man, I see. Man, I'm good.
0: <laughs> Casey is the ultimate trickster. That's You're like right. you like
1: Look over in this hand as I do something with this hand. Fucking con artist. Yeah, that's right.
0: Well, you know what's not a con? Joining our Patreon. You can join for
1: five bucks and get
0: two extra episodes a month uh, discussing all sorts of things. You can vote on what you want to hear episodes about sometimes. We just did one on soil. Soul, that's right. That's right. And you can join for $10 a month, the Cone of the Month Club and get a snazzy, uh, unique cone sticker every month. And uh, we're, we're working with some independent artists and having uh, just a tremendous time with that. Oh, uh,
1: they're so beautiful.
0: They really are. And need a little info card. It's very cute.
1: It's everything about it. It's really like spectacular. Yeah, I agree. I would sign up for it.
0: Thank you so much, everybody, for listening to this episode of Completely Arbitrary. We're
1: always just happy to have you around.
0: That's true. You're great company.
1: Thanks for listening, everybody. Bye. Goodbye.
0: Completely Arbitrary is produced by Alex Croson and Casey Clapp. Our production consultant is Olivia Frankie. Our artwork is by Gillian Barthold, and our music is by the Mini Vandals. Thanks for listening.